This podcast is brought to you by IWI. IWI has been knocking it out of the park lately with new products. Just this year, I've gotten the opportunity to try out the Masada Tactical and Masada Slim pistols, both in 9mm and both optics ready. The Zion pistol, which is their AR-15 pattern model, and the Gen 2 Galil Ace in 762 by 39 From first round hits at 500 yards from a 12 and a half inch barrel in the Zion to summer carry with the Masada Slim, I'm freaking impressed. I can't get over how many changes and upgrades IWI has made from the first gen to the second gen Khalil Ace. Most notably, it now has a free float handguard. IWI supports the shooting sports at a massive level and they support the podcast. Next time you need a new blaster, I highly recommend IWI. This episode of the Three Gun Show is brought to you by Isotune Sport, the next generation of hearing protection. I love their ear pro. I wear the Advance or the Caliber models when I'm shooting, which are in-ear, and I wear the Defy muffs when other people are shooting, like rifles, if I'm standing to the side, there's a muzzle break or something like that. All of those models have their tactical sound control technology, which allows you to hear range commands and what's going on around you, but suppress gunshots. And one feature I had no idea I'd use so much is Bluetooth. I can be a little set in my way, so I didn't think I needed Bluetooth in my ear pro. But with Isotune Sport, you can actually listen to music or a podcast and hear what is going on around you so you're not taken by surprise. Because of that, the Advance not only go with me to the range, but they have become my go-tos for the gym and walking around my neighborhood. They've lasted countless 30-minute sessions in 134-degree heat in the sauna, and they're still kicking. My hearing is important to me, and yours should be important to you, too. Thanks to Isotune Sport for supporting the shooting sports and sponsoring the show. Be sure to check them out to upgrade your ear pro. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 3-Gun Show. I'm your host, Dave Hartman. Today, we're going to be talking about setting yourself up for success in your long-range rifle game by using a ballistic app. In this context, by long-range, I mean three-gun or action-shooting long-range with an intermediate cartridge, typically from an AR-15, which is about 500 to 600 yard max. I've seen 650 in a match, but I've never seen 700. Now... Between the time that I set up for this podcast and the time that I'm recording it, I saw that Hard as Hell 2022 shot over 700, and that's a topic for another time. (laughs) But good for them. A couple months ago, I made a video on the IWI Zion pistol, which is a 12.5-inch AR-15 pattern pistol. In that video, I was preparing for the Big Ben Blast and Dash 5K running gun. The match had three long-range stages, two with targets out to 500 yards, and one with targets out to 600 yards. That meant I needed to do all the normal things that we do to prepare for a match in a typical three-gun match, although this was a two-gun running gun match. So that is, one, get a good zero, two, gather the data, in this case, muzzle velocity and cartridge info, and then three, input that data into a ballistic app. Now, getting a good zero is either pretty straightforward or pretty complicated, depending on where you're at in your journey. So some people advocate for a 200 or 300 yard zero for combat efficiency or because it was what they were taught in the military or law enforcement or whatever. 
But in three gun, with few exceptions, most people use either a 500, excuse me, most people use either a 50 or a 100 yard zero. I myself typically use a 50 yard zero because I travel to a lot of matches. And typically when you get to a match, you'll find that most useful areas to shoot have been taken up by said match. If a match has an area to check zero on your rifle, it is often the least useful bay to set up a three gun stage, meaning that it is shorter than a hundred yards. So, you know, typically 60 to 75 yards, whatever. So having a 50 yard zero is useful in these cases. That said, this year I've been using the Vortex Razor 1 to 10, the Gen 3 in MOA, which recommends a 100 yard zero to take advantage of the EBR9 bullet drop reticle. So on my 16 inch three gun rifle that I built from American Defense Receivers, I use a 100 yard zero. If you're interested in more in that build, I'll include a link to the video in the show notes. But back to our case study. So I actually did a 50-yard zero on the, the Zion AR pistol. So that'll be the data that we'll use for the rest of this. Now, because we're shooting out to 600 yards, we're going to be using precision ammo for those targets and then blaster ammo for all the other closer-in targets less than 200 yards. I zero for my long-range ammo because that is what matters the most. And then I confirm where my blaster ammo is hitting on paper afterwards. So why do I do this? Well, it, it's, it's simple. Like precision ammo is expensive and I'm trying to reduce the cost of the game. You're talking about, well, I guess, uh, during like peak, peak ammo scarcity, it's over $2 a round for precision ammo. And, you know, normal blaster five, five, six was down to like 60 cents or something, but in good times, you're talking about like 29 cents for blaster and like a dollar or something for precision. So it does add up. Okay, steps two and three are pretty much combined for the most part because the app that we're going to use is Streelock Pro and it is going to tell us the data that we need. So I'll cover it in the order that we need it. There are several apps out there and I've used a couple of them and they all seem to work pretty well, pretty similarly. Uh, there are even free ones from like Hornady and Vortex Optics that work pretty well. Um, so this is not sponsored by Streelock Pro or anything. It's just what I use currently. If you want to use something else, that's cool. The info here will still be similar regardless of the tool that you use. I use Streelock Pro for a few reasons. One, the app has a good user interface on both iTunes and Android. Two, I shoot factory ammunition and Streelock Pro has profiles of factory ammunition loaded into it. Uh, so it makes it like super easy to get the uh, the data for the cartridge. It also has bullet profiles loaded in there too. So that also makes it super easy if you buy like a you know, mainstream commercial bullet for your load. And then three, it has the reticle of most popular scopes also loaded into it, which is fantastic when you're trying to visualize where to hold for a given target. Streelock Pro has a free and paid version. I have the paid version, but I'm not sure exactly what extra features it gives me because I remember the free version being pretty awesome, very comprehensive. I just think I ended up paying for it because I like to support people that are doing cool things. And this is a very useful app. So when, the op when you open the app, the first thing you're needing to do is build a rifle. So tap on that big box in the middle. And then they give you a generic one to start with. So tap change rifle and hit the little plus button at the bottom to make one. Give it a good name that's easy to remember because after a few years, you'll have a bunch of rifles in here and it'll get confusing. 
Uh, if you name every <laughs> pro tip, if you name everything three gun, it gets confusing. So like maybe put like what receivers you made it with or where you got the rifle or something like that, or even give her a name. I don't know, crystal or something like that. Something classy. Okay. First thing it asks for your barrel twist rate in inches. If you don't know this off the top of your head, you can find it etched or stamped into the barrel itself. The Zion 12 and a half pistol is a one and eight twist. So I enter 8.00. Next is scope data. So tap on that little box right there and enter your zero distance in yards. I'm going to enter 50. Next is your scope height in inches. Now this is the distance between the center of the scope and the bore of the barrel. Center of the bore of the barrel. Center of the scope and the center of the bore of the barrel. There are a couple ways to measure this. One, you can just use like a tape measure or calipers and eyeball it. But I've learned that this is a very important measurement because I had it wrong in the past. So I decided to use my engineering experience to math it out. So I'm using a recon 34 millimeter mount from American defense manufacturing and ADM has a drawing of their mounts uh, with dimensions on their website. Uh, I'll include that link to that, those dimensions in the show notes. If you're using an ADM mount, that'll be helpful for you. Uh, the recon 34 millimeter mount is 1.55 inches above the top of the receiver and the mil spec receiver drawing which I'll also include a link to the engineering drawings on that. The mil spec receiver drawing says the top of the receiver is 1.092 inches from center line of the bolt slash bore to the top, to the flat top. Okay, so if you add those two together, 1.092 receiver uh, height from bore and 1.55 mount height from the bottom to the center of the bore or center of the uh, scope, get 2.642 scope height over bore. Now I did these, I did these numbers like three times, I think, but you might want to check yourself. So fair warning. <laughs> Next you need to, once you enter that uh, number, you need to update uh, your scope click units. Um, make sure they say MOA on there. You can uh, change the, uh, um, the units if you need to from MOA to MRAD. Um, for me again, it's, uh, MOA in this case. So I'm going to make sure it says MOA and I'm going to enter 0.25 quarter MOA, which is what the razor one to 10 is. Then you select your scope from the database by tapping on the little button right there. I select the razor gen or HD gen three, one to 10 with the EBR nine C MOA reticle. Um, whatever scope you have. I guarantee they have it in here. Unless you got some like weird oddball that you bought at a gun show or something like that. It's going to be in here because there are a ton of reticles in here. Okay. So then confirm whether the reticle is in first focal plane or second focal plane um, through the little toggle box there. I've got first focal plane on mine. In the past, I've had to enter the minimum and ranging magnification, the max magnification, but uh, it's locked out on the uh, Razor Gen 3. So I don't know if that's a recent update or whatever, but update that. If you need to right there, then hit save and back out of there and then drop into the next data box, which is the big one. And that's ballistics and atmospherics. So here, if you roll down to the bottom, you can search for a cartridge. Uh, if you shoot factory ammo like me, there's a, a button that has like several cartridges on it. And then you can also select your bullet in G7 or G1 database. 
Um, if you're, <laughs> if you don't know which bullet to choose, make sure you just check with the, uh, the manufacturer of your bullet to see which database it belongs into. So for example, I'm shooting like Hornady 75 grain. So the G one is what comes up when I select the cartridge. Um, I looked on the website and it had the G one data. I don't know if it has G seven data for that. And pro tip, if you're searching for a cartridge in the database, it is handy to have the model number to make sure you select the right one because there are so many different cartridges. And like, again, I'm shooting 75 grain Hornady black and there are a ton of 75 grain 224 caliber Hornady cartridges. So it really makes a uh, uh, makes a difference to have the cartridge number. So for me, uh, I just, for some reason off the top of my head that Hornady um, uh, 75 grain black is 80267. So I just typed that in and I got, the, got what I needed right there. Now you're going to want to get your, your muzzle velocity. And this is something that you're obviously going to have to do in the field. Uh, if you use factory cartridge, the velocity is listed on the box, but is not accurate in most cases. For example, again, the Hornady 75 grain black ammo that I was using in this test lists a muzzle velocity of 2790 feet per second, 2,790 feet per second from the factory. But that's measured out of a 24-inch barrel in a test fixture. And out of the 12.5-inch barrel on the IWI Zion, my muzzle velocity was 2482. So that's a massive difference. So you can see it's very important to gather this information yourself. I personally used a Magneto Speed chrono, um, chronograph owned by a friend of mine to get the data. Um, I've heard that lab radars are really awesome. Uh, and I've also used uh, Caldwell's and I think Dellen's before. If you don't have one, just ask around at a match or your local club. There's bound to be someone that that has one and will let you borrow theirs. Or even just like if you see a guy at the range with one set up, just like, hey, bro, can I take a couple shots on that? Most people are usually nice. In fact, some clubs rent them or loan them. So look into that as well. But you definitely need to gather that data yourself. So next is the zeroing weather. Um, this is kind of interesting here. So you can either enter the, the temperature, humidity, and pressure, uh, barometric pressure yourself, which you can get from like weather.com or something like that for your area. Or if uh, your zero location has cell phone service, you can just tap like the little globe thing there and then it'll grab the atmospherics um, from whatever database that it goes to. Just tap a little button and then it comes, comes up with it itself. It's pretty cool. From here, you can tap done. That will take you back to the main screen and you can enter in like a distance of your target you're looking at on the top, say 400 yards, hit calculate and then reticle and then it's going to give you a visual of what that target's going to look like. So for me, um, with the data that we just entered, the, let's see, one, two, three, four, the fourth hash mark on my scope is 401 yards. And so for that 400 yard target, that'll be a dead hold for me. So I know a lot of people stress about where their bolt lines up on there, on, on the uh, reticle. And it doesn't necessarily matter as long as it's like the same and you remember it and you can get that ingrained in your head. For me, what we just entered there, the first hash is 256, second hash, 300, then go 353, 401, 453, 508, 569, which should be about 550, right? I'm not going to stress about those 19 yards. I'm just going to remember that's a hold under, and then it goes to 624, which is, again, that should be a 600, but I'm just going to hold under. So there you go. That should be good enough for you to 
uh, go to a match. You can true all that, and you should verify it before you go to a match. But if you're in a, in a hasty hurry, like I was for this particular match, that'll get you there. Um, and it, now in Street Lock, there's some other cool things that you can do as well. You can set up different rifles if you have like multiple rifles, and if you shoot the same rifle rifle with multiple cartridges, you can set those up and cycle through them as well. For example, the 12 and a half inch Zion AR-15 produced an average of 2482 feet per second with the Hornady 75 grain black precision ammo with or tactical 55 grain 556, which is my blaster ammo. I recorded an average of 2642 feet per second. Out of curiosity, I tested out IMI 77 grain Sierra Match King, and it came up with 2478 feet per second. So that's how I do it. If you have any questions, feel free to DM me on Instagram or email me, Dave at threegunshow.com. Can you believe it's freaking December already? It is the time of year to evaluate your performance for 2022 and set your sights on improving the areas that you need to improve on and make a plan to get there for 2023. For many of us, that can be improved general physical preparedness and our speed and agility. I've been doing this with the programming provided by the Tactical Games Training in their speed and agility program designed specifically for action shooting. There's a link in the show notes to sign up and join the rest of us that are on the program. When you do, you'll get access to the Tactical Games Training app and world-class programming from per- performance specialist Amanda Cherry. Every day there's a new workout for you to accomplish that focuses on building fast twitch muscles while also strengthening joints and tendons. Don't wait for the new year. That's amateur hour. Start now. The Three Gun Show is proud to be a part of the Firearms Radio Network. If you like this type of content, help us grow the show and the shooting sports by sharing with a friend. Just open the podcast app you're using right now and hit that share button. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the range. <laughs>